Mako, a bubbly and vivacious nymph of the forest, had a problem. She talked too much. She talked to the other nymphs, humans, naiads, dryads, heroes, gods, goddesses, herself, and anything or anyone else who would listen. The problem was that Sweet Echo talked a lot, but she said very little. Her babbling, while adorable at first, became a big problem for Hira. One day, unable to withstand another nonsensical syllable, the Queen of the Gods cursed Echo so that she could only repeat the words of others. Echo became despondent. While constant chatter may be annoying, her continual repetition of everyone's words was worse, and she was soon shunned by all. One day she stumbled upon Narcissus, a handsome, successful hunter. Narcissus was an all-out bro, completely obsessed with himself, so when Echo began to repeat his words back to him, he was lured in by his own wooing. But Narcissus still didn't love Echo. And after so much rejection from so many people, Narcissus was the final straw. Echo's heart began to break as the man she had come to love continued down his path of self-obsession. Nemesis, goddess of revenge, heard the sound of Echo's broken heart, even though Echo could not express herself in words. To punish the ultimate bro, Nemesis put a spell on Gaston, oops, I mean Narcissus, enhancing his self-obsession to dangerous levels. One day in the woods, near Echo's tree, Narcissus paused his hunt to drink from a sparkling pool of clear water. However, upon seeing his reflection, Narcissus started. He had never seen someone so perfect, so strong, such hair, impeccable beard, perfect clothing, and what spectacular weapons. Narcissus' brief pause to admire his physique became an endless gaze into the void of his handsome, yet vacant eyes. Narcissus died of dehydration while staring into the pool, unable to disturb the water that displayed his seemingly perfect reflection. And Echo wept. Hello, witches, women, and other lovely listeners. I'm Hannah, the bisexual, bipolar host of this bi-weekly podcast of Witches and Women. In this podcast, I explore the lives of powerful women, both real and mythological. Strong women have historically been labeled as witches or something else troubling, taboo, and easy to justify killing. I'm telling their stories because most are amazing and all of them are fascinating. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Of Witches and Women on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or even YouTube. And if you do social media, connect with Of Witches and Women on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Of course, be sure to check out our website, which is the most in-depth and exciting resource. When you visit ofwitchesandwomen.com, you'll find lots of merchandise of both the serious and salty variety. Lots of the merchandise is limited edition, so get it while we're still in ancient Greece. You'll also find the Grimoire Gallery, our internet gallery curated with art by today's working artists and featuring the witches, women, and goddesses of ancient Greece. 
If you see something you like, you can link to the artist's portfolio sites to see, share, or purchase more of their work via the Grimoire Gallery. Plus, you can even buy some of the prints starting at just $15 in the Of Witches and Women shop. If you're not a fan of fake news, then you need to check out the Lamia Library, where I list my show notes and other resources and recommendations. And of course, Subscribe to the newsletter, The Oracle, on any page of the Of Witches and Women website. Just scroll down and add your email address. The bi-weekly Oracle tells the shorter, more obscure stories that we won't get to cover on the show. It highlights grimoire gallery artists, shares simple spells, and more. So sign up for The Oracle today. Today's episode is brought to you by Honestly Essential Oils. Unlike the Essential Oil Barons, Honestly Essential Oils is a small, family-run company with fewer employees than I have fingers, all of whom are skilled in different areas of holistic medicine, including the company owner who has more than 26 years of aromatherapy experience and has mixed soothing blends for many large oil companies, written books on holistic medicine, and even run a massage therapy school for many years. Because Honestly Essential Oils doesn't pay a long line of salespeople before the oils reach you, their oils are far less expensive than many other companies. Plus, Honestly Essential Oils are sourced and tested to verify a high concentration of top quality oils in every bottle. Every single Honestly Essential oil and carrier oil is either certified organic, kosher, or vegan, and all of them are completely composed only of the highest quality food-grade extracts and oils. Honestly Essential oils are great for meditation, soothing colds, cooking, or whatever you need. You can try out Honestly Essential oils for yourself with a 100% satisfaction guarantee And listeners of this podcast get 10% off your first order when you use the promo code WITCHES at checkout. So, look up honestlyessential.com today and use the promo code WITCHES for a sweet deal on the best oils a witch can get. Happy Valentine's Day, witchlings! Of course, today's leading lady has to be the lady of love herself, the goddess Aphrodite. Aphrodite is one of the oldest of the gods. When Kronos severed Uranus's genitals during the fight for Olympus, yes, that happened, his genitals fell into the sea and created their very last deity. Eventually, Aphrodite rose from the sea foam, Uranus's most perfect creation, and walked naked to Olympus, while men and women alike marveled while she passed. When she arrived, Aphrodite caused quite the stir. She demanded a seat on the council, which she was given without too much struggle thanks to her persuasive nature and Zeus's tendency to think with the wrong head. However, Zeus, probably frustrated that he could not have the goddess of beauty and love for himself, wanted her married off immediately so that the other gods wouldn't fight over her. 
Without giving Aphrodite any say in the matter, Zeus arranged her marriage to the crippled god of invention, Hephaestus. How could Hephaestus or Aphrodite be happy in a forced relationship? As the goddess of love and beauty, Aphrodite probably felt trapped, and she chose to use her talents to wreak havoc in Olympus. She had many affairs, and once was caught with Ares, god of war, in a golden net constructed by Hephaestus. The gods of Olympus gathered to mock the two, but ultimately Zeus petitioned for Ares' release as he needed his general. Aphrodite was not released until much, much later by her husband when she fled in humiliation. Aphrodite did answer the prayers of her followers, constantly. In one of many famous tales, Atalanta, a strong and powerful princess, desired to remain single, so she told her father she would not marry a man weaker than herself, and all her suitors must race her for her hand in marriage. One prince prayed to the goddess to let him marry his true love, and she gave him three apples, telling him to throw them in front of the princess throughout the race to distract her. He won the race and Atalanta's hand in marriage. Aphrodite also maintained a close relationship with Eros, the primordial force of love and lust. In some stories, Eros is even mentioned as her son rather than her forefather. In one such story, Eros finds himself in love, but Aphrodite, intent on making sure the love is pure, tells him he cannot allow his wife to see his face for a year and a day. When Psyche, his wife, fails the test, Aphrodite puts her through a series of trials to prove her love to Eros. She passes, and the two live in immortal happiness. In the myth of Pygmalion, Aphrodite takes pity on a sculptor in love with his greatest work, a statue of the goddess of beauty herself. Aphrodite brings his sculpture to life and touches her with love for Pygmalion. They marry and also live happily ever after. But Aphrodite was not all cuddles and kisses. She had a sexy streak, and she had a vicious streak. Aphrodite directly caused the Trojan War by promising Paris, Prince of Troy, the most beautiful woman on earth as his wife, if he chose her as the most beautiful of the goddesses. Helen, most beautiful mortal, was already a married queen, and by sweeping her away, Aphrodite ignited enormous and long-term bloodshed. Enraged by her bribe, Hera and Athena, the other goddesses contending for most beautiful, sided against Troy, and it was Athena's battle strategy that eventually led to the downfall of an entire nation. Aphrodite is the mother of the hero Aeneas, and sometimes fought with her son in battle. She also rescued Ares, god of war, when he was injured. And although some consider her to be one of the softer goddesses, she proved time and time again that her natural power over men far surpassed the allure of glory or gold or weapons that could be forged by others. Since today is all about love, 
I want you all to treat yourself just a little bit by exploring the Of Witches and Women shop. We have Team Sappho Tees, custom art prints, secret message mugs, and if you want to treat your gals as well, Witch Sister bracelets. When you buy art, either as a print or a t-shirt, the proceeds go to current hard-working artists. And when you buy the other merchandise, I can afford to buy myself some avocado toast. But only if you buy, like, all the other merchandise. That stuff doesn't grow on trees, you know. So take a look at ofwitchesandwomen.com shop. Echo and Narcissus reflect an old and problematic tale of love, lust, and suffering. Aphrodite, goddess of love, should have more stories and tales of success when true and selfless love prevailed. But like Narcissus, Aphrodite may have been a little too focused on what she wanted and lacked the deep emotional range to express love that was real and everlasting. While self-love is vitally important, it usually means doing something you don't want to but that is good for you, like taking your vitamins, or going on a walk when you'd rather watch another Netflix episode, or investing in a good weighted blanket to improve your sleep. That is how you love yourself. And loving other people isn't so different. Sometimes we have to remind a partner to take their medication or hold them while they cry. Sometimes we have to push our best friend into action by picking them up and going with them to yoga on Saturdays. Sometimes love is just walking your dog even after a long tiring day because it's good for that big old fluffer. Sometimes it's writing a postcard to grandma because it's been a while. Those things can be hard, but that's real love. And you and I deserve to feel real love and we have a responsibility to give real love freely, especially to ourselves and those close to us. Our precious, powerful love should never be given to a narcissist. Learn to love yourself more than Echo could, and you won't tolerate those sad one-way relationships in your life. And you won't need a spell from a goddess to coerce feelings or actions out of others without the genuine affection. Aphrodite did some questionable things, but there's no doubt she understood her strengths, and so should we. For today's spell, you'll need a few drops of your favorite scented essential oil. For me, it's jasmine. You also need an unscented candle, a pen, a paper, and a few minutes. You could also use a scented candle and omit the essential oil. First step. Create a word cloud on your paper of things you appreciate about yourself. It could be that you're a fast typer, or you have long eyelashes, or you always respond to texts, or you always find the softest hoodie in the store. It could be that you stopped using disposable straws, or that you won Fortnite that one time. It could be that you refuse to let men interrupt you, or that you have really well-organized Pinterest boards. It could be that you tip at fast food restaurants, or that you go to your annual physical or other doctor appointments when you don't want to. 
My list includes that I'm open to new ideas, that I don't yell at my husband even when I really want to, and that I use canvas bags rather than plastic bags a lot of the time, although I'm not perfect at it. These are silly, somewhat unimportant things. There are also things I don't love about myself, but today we are ignoring those things. So, create a little word bubble with at least 10 things on it that you appreciate about you. Then, place the paper underneath the candle, drip three drops of your essential oil in the candle, and light it. Watch it burn for about five minutes, inhaling the beautiful scent while you reflect on the things that you do well, the choices you have made that have been good to you, the things that you wrote on your paper. Then blow out your candle when you're ready and file your paper away because someday you might just want to add to it. That's a wrap on today's episode. Since today is all about love, please, please share the love by sharing this podcast with your covens, sisters, friends, and everyone else you could possibly think of. Pretty, pretty please subscribe to Of Witches and Women if you haven't already. And even better, leave us a magical review on Apple Podcasts or Google Play so that others can find and enjoy the show as well. Connect to the pod on social media and look up ofwitchesandwomen.com for even more great content. Stay fierce, witches, and we'll catch you next time. Of Witches and Women is brought to you by SHH Media, LLC.